welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome back. (laughs) I have a really special guest to introduce you to. This is Amy Peterson and Amy is a business mentor and confidence coach for the new and emerging purpose-driven female entrepreneur. She is a mom, wife, and unshakable optimist in helping women learn to flex their belief muscle and find their true calling in business, and an anti-mom shaming advocate. She started her movement because she knew in her soul she was meant for more than wiping boogers and folding laundry. (laughs) Can we all get an amen for that? All right, well, let's just go ahead and dive straight into this episode. You guys are going to love Amy Peterson. And of course, I have all the links in the show notes as well, so you can go check her out later. All right, let's dive in. Yay! Okay, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. We've got Amy Peterson here today, and I'm so excited. Hello, Amy. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. This is so good. This is so good. I feel like Amy and I are like, we are just like BFFs, but we don't talk all the time. But like, I know so much about your life. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we've known each other for, I don't know, probably like a hundred years and we've never even met in person. (laughs) Which is so weird how that works in the online space. But let's like bring everyone back. Why don't you tell us who you are so we even know who you are, what you do, a little bit of your background, your journey, how you got to where you are, all of the fun, juicy details. So um, I still like to think that I'm just a regular chick. I'm a mom. (laughs) I'm I'm a business owner. I'm sitting here talking to you today in my yoga pants and they might have like boogers or something on it. Like I know that's super glam. (laughs) Um, I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday. I'm like, you know, when you're a mom, like they're, you're always dirty. Like some, even if you're not like dirty, like some kid comes by you and like gets you with dirt or grime or something. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. That makes me so nervous about my future. (laughs) I like being clean. (laughs) The things that you say when you become a mom, like something I never thought I would say ever in a million years. Cause I was, I was pretty uptight about stuff like that mm-hmm. is, Oh, it's just pee. Like you never think that you're going to say that, but then you're like, Oh, thank God. It's just pee. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Mom. <laughs> This yeah. is a real scoop. <laughs> yeah, so that's keeping it real, you guys. Um, there are some fun, glamorous things as well, um, yeah. like stepping on Legos and no, all the snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fair share because I my my past life was not my past, like my literal life before business. Okay, was I nannying and I love nannying and I have yeah. a, like I have a lot of nieces and nephews at all different ages and so I love kiddos, but. 
gosh, sometimes people are gross, you know, like yeah. we're kind of gross sometimes. So. Yeah. And I have two boys, so it's like extra, extra, but, <laughs> but I live on like what I call an urban farm. So yeah. I live in San Diego and nobody I know ever associates like farming or horses or farm life or anything like that with San Diego. They instantly Never. think of beach, beach and downtown and you yeah. know, like all that fun stuff. And fish and oysters. Yep. Oh, yep. So, so I have all that. We have all that. Um, we're about 30 minutes away from the ocean, maybe a little bit further. Um, but yeah, we live on this small urban farm. I work from home. I uh, run two businesses, a small construction company that's 10 years old this year. Wow. And also my coaching business. Um, mm. I've been mentoring businesses, I think for the last 14, almost 15 years. Wow. Um, and that was what my quote unquote day job was. I would mentor mm-hmm. construction companies from like inception, from like day one, starting with a lawyer, setting up the corporation, helping them figure out a name, helping them hire employees and, um, and helping them just with their business growth and management. So it made sense for me when I decided that I wanted to quote unquote retire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was 35 when I retired two years ago and Woo! so That's I so quote unquote <laughs> retired and then I took a whole year off. Um, I, I just wanted to be just a mom for a year because trying, I still worked with a mentor because I knew that I was, I I knew like in my soul, I was meant for more. I would say I was meant for more than wiping boogers and folding laundry. Cause let me just, (laughs) I'd rather wipe boogers than fold laundry. Um, (laughs) and let me tell you, Amy 10 years ago would have never said that. (laughs) I don't know if I could say that either. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but our priorities change in life, right? <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Um, but I just, I, I liked, I liked being, so I feel like almost I had like a bit of an identity crisis when I went through yeah. that year of like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to be? I pretty much spend all day at home or we go to the zoo or we, yeah. you know, all the fun San Diego things you think of like, we go to SeaWorld or the wild animal park or the beach yeah. or we go do the things. But I still kind of felt in some way, and I know some, like, I often get a lot of, like, I don't know, I feel like they want to throw rocks at me or something, like, from, like, the stay-at-home moms who that's, like, their life ambition, where they're, like, oh, that should be good enough. And I get all that mom Mm. shaming, if you will. Mm, Yeah. And so, for me, it's just, like, well, my journey is to make an impact in the world and be here. Like, both of my kids are asleep right now. Like, they're on summer vacation. Um they go went to school last year, like 12 hours a week, like big deal. Yeah, <laughs> And they yeah. loved it. Yeah. So what, what is your coaching business? Let's talk about that. Like, what do you do now? What do you call yourself? What's your elevator pitch? All the fun things. <laughs> so I basically just call myself a business mentor. Um, and I'm also a certified confidence coach. Yes. So I help women really, really find the ability to flex their belief muscle. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like, so kind of picture this you picture, like, so for all the listeners, you guys can kind of close your eyes unless you're driving, but picture it like <laughs> super hot chick, super like ripped abs, right? Here's the thing. You don't get to like, just have the abs most of the time you have to work for them. You have to do all the working out. You have to train mm-hmm. those muscles in order to get them there. And then mm-hmm. even once you get them there, even once you find that confidence to start. So, you know, kind of metaphorically going back to your business, you started, you've got those abs, you still have to work 
to maintain those. You're just constantly having to, you know, flex those muscles. So yeah. flex your belief muscle, flex your confidence muscle, mm-hmm. and keep taking the steps forward in order to maintain those quote unquote abs. 100%. So I work with a lot of women because I feel like self-doubt, it, it finds its way back in. Like, you know, it's always like this kind of ongoing thing with that inner mean girl, right? Of, you know, are you sure you should be doing this? Is this the right thing? Oh my God, this is so scary. Like, holy shit. I just, I hope I can say that. <laughs> I just totally, um, you know, spent another $10,000 on a mentor of my own yeah. or like, I'm going to do a scary thing. Um, but here's the thing is, it's all worth it. Like they, you know, there's that quote, it's only impossible until it's done. I feel like that's a lot about business. Oh, 100%. It's like, you know, what was it? Like the four minute mile was impossible until someone accomplished it. And they literally doctors and everybody thought this is literally not possible for the human body. And then one person did it and like 20 people the next year did it. Like, and then it grew and then it grew and then it grew. That's 100% the truth. And like, I say this all the time at every new level, there's a new devil. Just because Mm -hmm. you accomplish and your thought, you feel really confident about one area. Then you get to a new area in life and you're like, oh, like I'm still fearful. (laughs) Like shit. Like, I don't know. Like things are still scary. Even as as a six figure earner and above, things are still scary. Doubt still comes in. There are still things yeah. like, am I doing this right? And so I think that, and I mean, obviously this, this, we are not shy to talk about confidence on this podcast. Like we are not no. shy to talk <laughs> about, you know, being fiercely unstoppable and never giving up on your dreams, which is why I kind of want to go back to the point in your story where you talked about, you wanted to be a stay at home mom for a while. And then you knew that you were meant for more. And like, let's talk about kind of pushing through the naysayers, these people who were like, why is that not good enough? Why can't you just be a stay-at-home mom? Why are you not satisfied? And it's not maybe that you weren't satisfied. It's just you wanted something more. So I'd love to hear more about that story and that journey and what advice you have for someone who's maybe dealing with people who they know they're meant for something more, but they have all these people that are kind of tearing them down and saying like, why aren't you grateful for your life now? Yeah. And that's basically what a lot of people said. So it was like, oh, you're leaving your, you know, your corporate job, a six figure job. You're crazy. That was what it first started out. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're leaving. And then it was like, oh, well you don't have to work, you know, using the total air quotes, like you don't have to work. So why would you want to, why can't you just be a mom? Why isn't that good enough? Like, why can't you just enjoy your children? And I'm like, look, totally enjoying them. Like all the time, 24 hours a day, nonstop. I'm totally enjoying them. But there was just something. And so this might sound a little woo-woo for some people, but I felt like a nudge. Like I felt it like in my heart. So for those of you guys who do, you know, the chakras, it was right in my heart chakra and it just kept pulling at me. And I can't really explain what that feels like mm-hmm. other than it was just a nudge. And I couldn't put, keep putting it on a shelf and I couldn't keep putting it on a shelf. But I also knew I knew from a young age, I didn't want to be a kept woman. I didn't want to rely on my husband. And I knew that before we were ever Mm. even married. And Mm. I think part of that comes from having had my own, you know, successful career and Mm. building up that identity and, and experiencing a lot of that for myself already. So I knew I didn't want that. Um, I knew that before I ever had children. So I, for me, even though I took the year off of growing a business, 
I, um, I still, like I said, I still worked with a mentor on mm. mindset stuff and mm. kind of really getting clear on which direction I wanted to go. And then, you know, I, I just dove right in. We started the mom's making money show. We started doing all the different things and it just flowed and it just worked. And I couldn't ignore that nudge anymore. So I say like that nudge is like the universe or God or whatever you believe pushing you down. Like it's like nudging you on the right path, like nudging you towards your destiny. So we we still have free will. So we have to choose whether we want to listen to that nudge and follow it or we want to ignore it. So I've chosen to follow that nudge and it's really worked out quite well. Yeah. And I think that that's a beautiful way to put it because so many people talk about like, oh my God, I just had this idea. It was the most amazing idea. And I just ran after it. And it was so clear and it was so easy. And it's not always, sometimes it's literally just a thought that flows through your head. And if we think about it, we on average have between 30,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day, per Mm -hmm. day. Okay. That's an on average as a normal human being. Now this literally could just be a simple little baby thought that just comes through, but it's something that I feel like constantly comes up that you actually listen to and you're like, wow. And you're right. We do. We can choose. Do I do anything with this or do I not? And so you chose to do something with it. And so how did you push through what everybody else thought and focused on your goal? So uh, one thing that really helped me was having a super fierce coach because my mentor at the time was Sarah Dan and she's like super no nonsense, like don't listen to them. So that really helped me. But I also have a little bit of like, I almost want to call it like a competitive nature. Like if someone tells me like, don't you dare do that. I'm like, Ooh, I'm so going to prove you wrong. Like (laughs) like, if you know, like if they tell me I can't, I'm like, Oh, you watch. So I had a little bit of that where it was kind of like, you don't think I can do it? Let me show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't super clear. So in, I always say like in my past life, kind of like you did, <laughs> when I first started college, I did general education and I became a certified clinical nutritionist and mm-hmm. I studied holistic health. So I'm like, duh, I'm just going to be a health coach. Right. That was like an obvious like yeah. possibility. And so as I'm doing the work with Sarah and doing all these other things, people were coming to me for business advice. And she's like, Amy, tell me again what you did like at your, you know, at your corporate job. I'm like, Oh, I was a business mentor. She's like, and tell me again what you're at, like what your college degrees are. And I'm like business. And she's like, okay, duh. Like, and I'm like, Oh, she's like people already know you as somebody who is an expert in business. They're already coming to you for advice. Go with that. She's like, you can still eat healthy and you can still like talk about like your favorite healthy recipes and stuff. And I was like, oh, because my my downside was I just wasn't, and not until like yesterday, mm. I just wasn't in like the fitness jam. You know, I like had baby number two. I was busy. I was, I don't think I slept the first two years of his life. Um, <laughs> so working out was like, it didn't even make the top 10. It wasn't anywhere right, on my to do Right. No. So for me, I felt like, who am I to be somebody's like, mm. you know, nutrition and fitness coach? when I don't even have the desire to work out. Mm -hmm. And so that's when she was like, Amy, that's because you're not meant to be a fitness coach. You're Mm -hmm. meant to do these other things. The things that people in your life already see you and have put you in that expert, you know, category already. She's like, and it's not like you don't know what you're talking about. You've done it for, you know, at that time it was like 13 years. Exactly. Exactly. I feel really old saying that by the way. (laughs) 
not too long ago I went to a 10-year reunion to one of my favorite bands when I was 16 and I was like I should not be going to a 10-year reunion show like that is just not that's not okay with my with myself and my brain like I don't know how I feel about this so don't I'm you like, still feel like you're like I feel like I'm 28 still like <laughs> well I'm I'm only 26 but well. <laughs> turning 27 this year so I, I do feel like that but um <laughs> It's just funny how life works and age works. But I love that you say this because I think that so many people get tripped up about what it is that they're supposed to do, right? Like they're like, okay, and this is how I was in the very beginning of my business. I knew I was meant to do something really, really big. I knew I was meant to do something really amazing and incredible. And I was, I was supposed to impact masses. I have no idea what that looked like. Like if anybody knows, like when I first started, I was like, okay, I can help people with all of these things, but I had to figure out what I was so passionate about. And we have to walk our walk and talk our talk. Like we have to live the life that our clients want to see because that's going to be like, okay, you're the perfect person for me because you're living the lifestyle I want. So that makes sense of why you weren't completely passionate. Um, I'd love to hear how you thought because your brain might've been certain that the fitness world was, was the thing you, you were supposed to do, right? You were like, okay, I've got this, I've got this certification. Uh, I know how to do nutrition things, but you allowed yourself then to switch over to business because you also were an expert in that. I'd love to like, so for someone who's like, okay, I'm doing something, but it doesn't totally feel aligned. Like, I don't actually think this is it. What suggestions do you have to kind of transitioning into what they're actually meant to do? So I think that one of the biggest things for me is like, Remember I talked about that nudge that kind of pushes you forward Yes. when you know that you're out of alignment. It's almost like an anti nudge. It's like, it's like heavy and hard and you can't seem to like do the things right. It's not fun. It's forced and Mm. being able to recognize that, you know, and knowing the difference between forced and like actually like hustling your buns off because you're putting something amazing together and you're so excited to share it with the world. Yeah. Those are two completely different things. Yeah. Forced is when it just feels hard and heavy and just almost gross. Like, yeah, I just don't kind of like how I felt about. So a lot of people can probably think about this. Maybe if you do work out, you have a certain kind of workout that you like, maybe you like weight training and not cardio. So for you, it'd be thinking about going from lifting weights to running for 60 minutes stationary on a treadmill. Some people, it's just kind of like, Oh no, I just don't want to do that. Or vice versa. You know what I mean? Maybe your jam is yoga and you just can't even think about standing next to like the super muscly sweaty dude grunting and lifting (laughs) weights. That was such a great visual. Okay. (laughs) Well, and I forget too, like, obviously like the people can't see us. So it's right. We're touching all of the senses today. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only if he's hot. If he's a hot, sweaty, muscular, grunting dude, then maybe I would totally stand next to him. But if he's like right. a really old man that's like, ugh, 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 you know, like, I, they people make weird noises. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't be looking that <laughs> And then they probably think that the girls in Pilates with their little, they're like, oh, look, it's a Lamaze class. <laughs> The gym is a weird place. It's like a whole, it's like a jungle. It's like the a, gym is a gross place know. if you really want to know. You never know what you're going to get in there. <laughs> but I love this analogy though, that it just, it, it feels forced. Like I was talking to yep. someone the other day and they were, they were kind of calling um, a bullshit on writing content and being consistent. And I was like, listen, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. 
It is not. And there's no shame in that if it's not for you. And there's like, you're exactly on the journey you're meant to be on. But what I was talking about was like, if you're inspired and if you're excited about what you have to say, you'll literally not be able to stop talking about it. And I think a really great visual to do is like, okay, if you could close your eyes and talk about something for hours because you're so excited about it and you just want people to know about it and you're like, yes, you got to learn this. I got to get, I have to get this off my chest that's a sure sign that that is exactly what you should be talking about right now. Yeah. I always say, you know, you want to create the, I'll have what she's having effect, but Mm. it can't be, it can't be something forced. Like I work with some girls who are, and they're not girls, they're women, but I call them (laughs) girls um, who are in the MLM space. And they're like, I just want to lead with the business. I just want to lead with the business. And I know that there's like books written about doing that. And that's what a lot of uplines promote. I'm like, dude, lead with the product because nobody's going to sell a product they don't like 100% and they might sell it, but they're not going to, they're not going to do well because there's, you know, their energy and their calm. You can just tell, um, because they don't have that all have what she's having effect. So I always tell the ladies that your passion is that thing you can't shut up about. It's the thing that when you're sitting down with your sister or your girlfriends or whatever, and you're having coffee or even better, you're having cocktails. It's that thing when they say, Hey, what have you been up to? It's the thing that you like, ah! <laughs> out of your mouth and you're so excited to tell them like, Oh my gosh, I've been doing da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so maybe you are health and fitness and they're like, Oh my gosh, you look amazing. Look at your arms. Like, Holy smokes. Like, what have you been doing? It's that first thing, that instinctual thing that just comes right out. Like, Oh, I've been doing this. I've been doing, you know, Pilates yeah. and some guy outside was making fun of us. Cause he thought it was Lamaze. Like you could just tell him whatever, you know, it's whatever that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And confidently being able to say that this, this is the thing and I'm going to do it. I find so many people that don't call themselves a business owner when they first started because they don't have any clients yet. And I was like, when I, the day I decided that this was going to be a business, this was a business, 110%. It was a business. And it didn't matter if I had clients or not. This was still a business and it was going to work out for me. And I think that you're so right though. And so, okay. For someone who's kind of been in their journey a little bit longer, because like I said, at every new level, there's a new devil. And sometimes it's lack of motivation. And sometimes it is the doubt that comes through. And sometimes it is some shit ton of fear, right? Like a whole bunch of fear that you're like, (laughs) what am I doing? Right? So for someone, because when we're brand new, we are so excited. When we have a new idea, a new refreshment, we're like, yes. But sometimes that dulls. So how can we reliven it? What can we do to kind of jump back into that excitement that we are excited about what we're doing? So I feel like, um, I feel like we evolve a little bit as we go Mm -hmm. and, and we have to allow ourselves to do that. But the best way to evolve is to listen, to listen to what your clients are telling you, what your clients are asking for. Mm. And And it's not to say that you always have to give them everything that they're asking for, because like I said, I can't give my client who wants to work on like fitness as part of her self-care. I can't give her a fitness routine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So being comfortable in that. But I found, I found to be totally honest, I found that having a mentor was the best the best thing. Like I can't imagine not having a mentor and I have a couple. So, um, 
I use my mentors as like a sounding board, like, Hey, I have this idea. Do you think it'll work? Hey, this is kind of what I'm feeling. And like for perfect example, I, right now I'm rebranding everything Mm. to the mom's making money brand instead Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, I have a branding course and Oh, I have a foundations course and Oh, I have this mastermind. It's all going to be mom's making money. And it's kind of like, duh, like that speaks to my niche, but, Mm -hmm. but it took me some work to do that. And I've also come to the point now where it's like, I know, cause I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried different suggestions to see what I like, to see what felt good to me. Um, You know, you don't always know what feels good until you try it. Yeah. And, and so I've tried a few things and I know for me, it's the connection component that feels the best. I love doing like live VIP weekends. I love just being like, I love being here, like talking with you. And I feel like that's the thing that women in particular, because most of the time, if you're like a stay at home mom or whatever, that's the thing you crave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even after college, I feel like it's so hard to meet friends and Mm -hmm. quality people that you're excited to spend time with. And we have so often people in our lives that just don't understand our dreams. And you know, I, what I say all of the time is that, you know, being, being someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, who is an entrepreneur, the odds are you're a big dreamer because you know, you're making something really huge in your life, but you cannot tell a 16 by 20 dream to a five by seven mind because they will never understand it. And so surrounding ourselves with those people who do get it and who are like, yes, girlfriend, I've got your back. You can do this. I believe in you. I can't wait to see you achieve. That's huge. Well, look at it like this. If you were going to run a marathon, you wouldn't just, you wouldn't just go to the gym. You would talk to, you would at least (laughs) talk to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, Hey, when you ran a marathon, what did you drink? What, what did, did you experience? You, yeah. Did you, did your leg cramp up? You know, like after I ran the first six miles, I felt like I might die. It, yeah. And for somebody to tell you like, oh yeah, all that's normal. Keep going. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause you know, I, I feel like training for a marathon's it. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like can only imagine. I, I don't even <laughs> want to imagine, to be honest with you. That, but yeah. <laughs> we'll go cheer all you guys on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm already throwing up on the inside. Like, I'm already like, yeah, okay. I'll do it. I'll do a 5K. Okay. I'll yes. Do, I got you there. I'll, I got you there. A 5K sounds but, great. <laughs> but you also need that, that person who's done it before you to 100%. tell you, hey, yeah, that you have to start with the 5K and then you can do the half and then you can do the full. Like, you're not just. Most people, and I'm sure maybe there's some magic unicorn out there who's like decided like, oh, I'm just going to wake up and run 26 miles today. But most people <laughs> have to work up to that. And 100%. the same thing is true in business. Yes. You need to have somebody to answer your questions. So mm-hmm. even though I have a degree in business and I teach my clients to run their business like a real business, like we talk about things like you got to pay your taxes. We talk about things mm-hmm. like investing into your 401k mm-hmm. or as a business owner, it's an IRA. We talk about that kind of stuff. But that's because that's the, the type of business environment that I've come from. Right. Not a lot of people even think about that stuff. And, not, I, and I don't teach taxes. I'm not an accountant or anything. Yeah. Um, but I talk about the importance of it. Like, okay, right. when you're having a six-figure, you know, you're breaking down your six-figure launch, where do you want your money to go? You know, you're going to want to talk to your accountant because you're going to want to set aside a certain percentage for taxes and da 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 You know, and so not everybody knows that. And I only know that because I have years of experience. And so that's just like the same as hiring that running coach or Mm -hmm. consulting a running coach or friend or whoever is you want to know, okay, 
Are my legs supposed to feel this way? Am I supposed to be getting cramps? What's supposed to be happening? It's the same thing in your business. You're, you're learning along the way, and especially coming from a brick and mortar construction type of industry mm -hmm. into the online space. I learned a lot about coming from a very masculine setting of construction and bids like a bid is very black and white it's not anything like a sales page it's like you want 27 of these at this much money and it's yes or no <laughs> it's not like how does that make you feel inside right you know because like, well, men and women buy things completely differently we have so different completely different things but it is yep. huge so you i mean a lot of this is is trying a lot of things and if i really broke down my first ever six figure year i don't i don't even know how exactly to tell someone exactly how i did it but the biggest thing i know is that i tried a bunch of things and some uh, things did not work exactly out what not to do right you yes exactly and that's the thing is i'm totally like i can totally help people hit six figures like that's no doubt in my brain like i know but a lot of it is hey i'm gonna go try this thing and see if it works see how i feel about it and not getting butt hurt about things when they don't work out okay all of my clients they sign way more clients than i ever did in the beginning of my business that but is that's so because you help cool. them yes but regardless did i never felt bad about myself when like i remember my first ever course you guys okay my first ever course that i ever launched i had one person sign up before the doors were even open and then when the doors were open nobody signed up but you know what i was i was so excited because one person signed up and that's mm -hmm. what we have to really focus on is what we are achieving and yes like now my clients do amazing things because i've learned a lot of shit because i tried a bunch of stuff so i'll yeah. tell you what not to do but then we're also gonna you're still gonna go out there and try things and i think yep. that's what people are so fearful of because they don't have the confidence in themselves so let's talk about confidence because yes. I love that song. I always, every time I hear confidence, I'm like, what's wrong with being, you know, that song, like, confident. <laughs> you're like, if you guys could see yeah. us, we're like having our own dance party over here. I feel like I'm always having a dance party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, yes. Okay. No, but I obviously have a million bajillion tips up my sleeve, but I'd love to hear yours because you never know what just hits someone in the right way that they hear it the right time in the right moment. What are your top tips for being extremely confident and, and not worrying about what everybody else thinks about you and doing the thing anyways? I always say you have to find that unshakable why. So it's not the, I want to retire my husband. It's not the, I want to spend more time with my kids. It's not even that. And I know those are such like super important things. You know, like yeah. I, I say that because my husband has a top 10 most dangerous job and I would love for him. What? To, okay. Well, yeah, now I you have to explain a little bit. What does he do? Can you, explain? Uh, so he's a, he's a journeyman lineman and he builds power lines, but he has this crazy passion to do it from like, hanging from a helicopter. That's like his thing. He likes the helicopter work. So he's always, you know, a bajillion feet in the air and I'm obviously afraid of heights. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, because of, you know, the nature of the heights and the, yeah. um, the right. electrical and all the, the helicopters and so many moving parts, it is a, a very dangerous job. I think a lot of people um, don't, I could go on a whole soapbox rant, soapbox yeah. rant about people who whine about their power being out. So <laughs> I'm I was just really fast. I was like, well, you can't just lead with the 10 most dangerous jobs and then not tell us what the hell he does. Okay. So obviously for life yeah. purposes and longevity of life, you might want to retire him. That yes. is a good goal. 
but yeah. that's still not my unshakable why. Yes. For me, it was getting to the point of, and this might even sound silly to some people, but for me, it's seeing the women sitting in front of me at a VIP event, wiping their tears because they just had a massive breakthrough. It's getting those hugs. Mm -hmm. It's getting those little voice memos like, oh my God, this just happened. Thank you so much. You helped me change my life. That is my unshakable why. And that yeah. is the thing that if somebody told me, Amy, you helping other women start businesses is stupid. I would literally laugh in their face because I don't think that like for them to say that to me, I think that they're stupid, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Whereas, that gave you know, me goosebumps. Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's getting to that point and because there, it's one thing to say, I don't care what other people think. And it's a whole new feeling to actually mean it. Mm -hmm. So you have to find that thing. And if you don't believe in your business enough, maybe you're part of an MLM. Um, and I've helped a lot of women who started MLM and I love MLM. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong, but there's yeah. a lot of women who use it almost as their stepping stone to the next thing. Cause they have that entrepreneurial spirit. And they, so they take that neat opportunity that's been given and then they just want a little bit more or they've evolved exactly. and they want to do something. Yeah. I mean, I started with network marketing, but I didn't mm -hmm. even know that entrepreneurship was my avenue until it, yeah. it, it was that decision, um, that led me to this decision 100%. So how do we discover this unshakable why? What questions can we ask ourselves? What can we journal on? How do we know this? And how do we know it's unshakable? So it's more like a feeling. It's something like for me, like it's something I feel in my bones, but you could ask yourself, and I know that you've been asked this question before too, Brooke, is if you had $50 million in the bank, would you still do the things that you're doing right now? I know that the answer for me is yes. I know that even if you did all of your work, say for free, and you didn't charge anybody because you had $50 million in the bank, you would still go out there and give people confidence coaching. You would still give them those tips and those nuggets for their success. So that's partly how you know that that's your unshakable thing. Like this is your calling. This is what you're meant to do because you would still do it mm -hmm. even if it wasn't for a paycheck type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What else? Give us another like two tips. Okay. So the other thing is it's the thing, it's something you have to love. You have to be passionate about it because you can't confidently speak about something that you're not passionate about. 100%. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's the thing that comes out unscripted. Yes. It's the thing that you want to keep learning more about that you just can't get enough research in about. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to research like a ton of stuff about business, but I'm super interested in confidence. Mm -hmm. So I have a degree in business. So I feel like I've done my research. Yeah. You're like, okay, <laughs> um, I'm good. <laughs> And I have a ton of experience. So now I'm into like how the mind works and like mm -hmm. NLP and, yes, yes, and yes. learning how to like at a more physiological level, break mm -hmm. through some of these mindset blocks to get to that next level. Cause fear is a huge thing. Like fear is, so I want people to know kind of guess my third tip. Fear is in our DNA. It's how we're wired because back in a million right. years ago, yeah, we were meant to run away from a bear because a bear was supposed to be scary because he was going to like, eat us. Yeah. Now that's a little different, but our body doesn't process fear at like different levels. It's like yeah. fear is fear in your body. And so you feel that I always say it's thinking back to like that movie clueless. You might be too young for this, but that I know what clueless is. <laughs> okay. goes, I just have like this overwhelming feeling of ickiness. Mm. That's kind of like what fear is. And it doesn't yeah. discriminate. So right. being, being able to like actually stop yourself and be like, okay, 
is this actually scary? Am I gonna die? There's no bear. There's no dinosaur. Like what, even though people mm-hmm. are dinosaurs, but you get my drift. <laughs> There's no imminent like danger of harm or death or anything like that. It's a Facebook live, you know, right. it's like, yeah. It's sending it's that first email. It's, exactly. It's talking to someone. It's exactly. It's like, we're not literally killing anybody, you know, like no one can literally die from what we're doing. Exactly. Which is pretty good odds. So and yeah, <laughs> I love this. So the unshakable why you said you have to be excited about what you're doing. You're like, you have to be passionate like, about it. You have to love about, it. Like, okay, your favorite clothing store, you're not going to think twice about like not telling someone about it. You're gonna be like, oh my God, I got this beautiful dress. Look at me. Or oh restaurant God. or whatever. Gotta go. Oh my God. I just yeah. ate the best food in the world. You've got to go check this. You're going to be excited to talk about it. That's how your business would be. And then, um, understanding that fear is normal and breaking it down and knowing mm-hmm. that, you know what, this really isn't that scary. It really isn't that bad. I love those. Okay. So this podcast is obviously all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. And I love asking people about this, but can you tell us about a time that you overcame an obstacle and when you did, you felt extremely victorious? So for me, it was overcoming the obstacle of mom shaming. Cause like I said, kind of towards the beginning of the episode, I had people in my life and they were, a lot of these people were the people who I guess when I started my business, I went into it with the expectation that they were going to be my biggest supporters and my biggest cheerleaders. Mm. And for their own reasons, um, that they're allowed to, they're entitled to have their opinions and thoughts. Um, they were not, (laughs) they didn't agree with my quote unquote, stay at home mom status being shifted to a work at home mom status. Mm. Um, I had so much, So uh, this might sound petty for some people, but this was super victorious for me. I share openly that I hate laundry. (laughs) (laughs) And so for me, it's like I could be sitting on the phone or on a call like this and I could be helping somebody change their life. Essentially, I could be helping them start a business. I could be helping them putting food on the table for their kids, or I could be out there like putting laundry away. Right. And so I went, it was probably about this time last year. It was, well, a little April of last year. And I was with my coach and we were kind of drawing out like our own little vision boards, like what would next level Amy do? And for me, it was like, I would have somebody who helped me with my laundry. Yeah. And she's like, why the hell don't you? And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of frivolous and it's kind of silly. And like, I feel like even my like friends would think it's like, overkill for, you know, because I'm at home, like I should be able to clean my own house. Cause I'd already been told by somebody like, Oh, you're a stay at home mom and you have like a housekeeper. And I'm like, yes, I do stay home, but I run two businesses. businesses." And, and so when I started my construction business 10 years ago, that was, that was like my treat for myself is I'm going to have somebody who comes and helps me do things like the toilet. I don't have somebody to do I don't have somebody who lives here and cleans up after us like a butler service or anything like that. Like I still have to wash my dishes. Even if you did, there would be no judgment against that. If you want that, go after it. That would be amazing. Maybe Um, that's your, you know, millionaire status. Like that's just what happens for you. Of course you have someone, you know? So I harbored a lot of fear about getting help with my laundry and, mm-hmm. and she was like, you've got to knock that out. Like who cares if like your friends or, you know, judgy aunt Jane or, you know, <laughs> who cares if they think it's 
frivolous. Like it's going to help you out. And that time you could be, you know, the time that you would be spending on laundry, you could be spending earning money and then having more time to, you know, instead of doing both and then that's less time with the kids. Right. So it all worked out that my current housekeeper, um, she left, she was moving or whatever. And I found somebody else and she just offered, like, I swear I manifested her, but she just offered, she's like, Oh, while I'm here, do you want me to run the laundry? I'm like, <laughs> yes. You're like, thank you. Yes. And so, like I said, for some people that might sound silly, if you're, yeah. for some people, it might be like, hello. But, um, that was a huge, that was like my first victory. Um, I think it's like really, giving yourself permission. You gave yeah. yourself permission to let go of what everybody else is going to think about you. Release yes. the judgment on yourself. Release the judgment of what everybody else had to say. Push through that fear. It doesn't matter how big or small the obstacles are. The obstacles, they mean something for us, each one of us personally. And mm-hmm. when we can overcome them, you felt incredible. And that's how you deserve to feel. And that's yeah. the most beautiful thing about it. And I also discovered that... Um, pretty much everybody I know wants somebody else to do their laundry. <laughs> um, I want someone to do my laundry. I also like, I thought <laughs> you guys, if we're talking about frivolous, okay. And this is like for real, like what I'm going to do someday in my life. Unless if I meet a magical furry face man soon, that will do this for me. But I literally have thought about a million and one times hiring someone to sit on my couch just to tell me how amazing I'm doing. Like, oh my God, Brooke, you're doing incredible. That was such a brilliant idea. By the way, your hair looks amazing today. Like that is the most frivolous thing I've ever thought about in my life. But it's something that I constantly think about. I'm like, yeah, I want that. And why? Because it's going to make me feel amazing. So this has been awesome. Oh my gosh, we could talk for hours and hours and hours. I love, love, love this. Why don't you tell everybody the most exciting thing going on in your life and your business right now? Well, I kind of, um, I kind of touched on it a little bit. We did the complete rebrand of Yay. all the things. So everything is now under the empire of moms making money. Awesome. And so right now we are getting ready to kick off our first moms making money mastermind. Yay. And this is not for, you know, I don't say that this is for the brand new, um, mom boss, if you will, or mm-hmm. the brand new baby female entrepreneur who knows that they want to start a business, but has no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. This is for kind of that um, toddler level, if you will, yeah. where you've got a business, you've got a business idea. Maybe you've had some customers already mm-hmm. and you're ready to just like hit the ground running. It's for somebody who isn't quite a beginner, but um, is is really going forward with their business. Absolutely. I love it. Well, where can people find you? Where can people see more about you? So I do have a website, amypeterson.com. Um, for those of you like listening, I do spell my name kind of funny. It's A-M-I-E and it's Peterson with a D like dog. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know it's super wacky. My whole life I've had wacky spellings of my names. <laughs> um, and then I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, at Miss Amy Peterson. It's just M-S. And um, we've got quite a good thing going on over at Pinterest. So check us out. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was so much fun. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, 
that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.